Hey, I'm JR from the 18 Over Par with Mike and JR podcast, exploring the sights, stories, and sounds of golf on the prairies, where you'll find some of the most golf courses per capita of anywhere in the world, and beer. Lots of beer. 18 Over Par is proudly presented by Jamie Wilkie and the new Winnipeg Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Pulling up to the clubhouse in a ride that looks half as good as your golf attire just isn't cutting it. It's time to improve your ride and your drive. You can purchase a new or used vehicle from Jamie Wilkie at the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park and the former Manitoba Amateur Champ will take you for a round at Breezy Bend. So now pulling up to the clubhouse won't be so damn embarrassing and neither will your golf game. You can book your test drive today at winnipegdodge.com. Just ask for Jamie Wilkie. You can also check him out on episode two of the 18 Over Par podcast. He'll certainly be happy to see you. You can also find them on social media, so make sure you improve your ride and your drive, and the only place to do that, the new Winnipeg Dodge. They're different. You can check them out, winnipegdodge.com. It's the 18 Over Par Podcast with Mike and JR. You suck, you duckass. Welcome to 18 Over Par with Mike and JR, proudly driven by Jamie Wilkie and the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. I'm JR, he's Mike, and today... We're joined by Bobby Yule, who's won just about every amateur event you possibly can in Manitoba. This past year, she won the Women's Amateur and City and District Championship. She is currently playing collegiate golf at Longwood University in Virginia. All right, really excited to bring in Bobby Yule. Did I say that correctly this time, Bobby? Okay, yeah. good. I did. All right, right on. She joins us uh, via the Hamburger Helper Zoom hotline. Um, and we just uh, want to say thanks again for... For joining us, and also a huge shout out as always to Jamie Wilkie and the fine folks at the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. You can check out Wilkie online or in person. Just check them out, winnipegdodge.com, as well DQ Manitoba. So it is hot here, and Bobby was mentioning it is very hot where she is, and we'll touch on that a little bit later. So a great time for a nice eight inch custom DQ cake or maybe a DQ blizzard. We want to say thanks to the Nick and Nikki group of DQs. You can follow them on Instagram at DQ Manitoba. You can find them at DQ Northgate, DQ Polo Park in the Food Court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. All right, Bobby. Is there actually, is there a DQ on campus? <laughs> not not here. <laughs> no. no. Uh, JR, maybe we can ship a, a DQ cake down in a Ziploc bag. I'm sure I'm sure that'll make it there. It'll make it. Yeah. You know, it we'll send a we'll send a straw too. <laughs> yeah. A nice DQ soup. <laughs> yeah. Have a Yeah, we'll have a milkshake. <laughs> Apparently actually they, they make they do make good milkshakes. So Sandy Kersiba who's right. been on the show a couple times, uh, a local pro here and, well, international pro. And he mentioned that he would just make milkshakes out of them, which is smart. Wow. You take the cake yeah. and make a milkshake. I'm like, that's a genius. <laughs> smart guy. Must be all that time he spent yeah. in Australia. We haven't tried that yet, but uh, maybe one day. Yeah, there's still time. Maybe one day, yeah. Yeah, there's still time. Maybe if I ever get a free cake. <laughs> That's true. We're still yet to, to get a free cake. Anyways, uh, we digress, but uh, thanks to the Nick and Nicky group of DQs. And so, Bobby, since this is going to be focused around you and golf, when did you get into golf? Um, I think the first time I ever played golf, I was like three with like a set of plastic clubs with my mom <laughs> and dad. Um, but then I kind of really got into golf when I was six because I don't really know how it'll happen, but my coach, Dave Sanaka, saw me somewhere and was like, this girl can go places. And then here I am going places. <laughs> We're trying to go places. <laughs> so then did you work with, with him at the very beginning or did you like work mm -hmm. with your dad or your mom? Um, I kind of worked with my parents both as well as Dave. And then he did a lot of it. I did group lessons with him as well as individual lessons. And now I'm just kind of, when I'm home, I see him when I can, that kind of thing. But he's kind of my main like person I go to. 
Do you remember if you and, started uh, out, uh, sorry, Mike, do you remember if you started out right-handed or left-handed? I'm assuming, I, okay, I think I tried right-handed and my dad said I look stupid, so I switched <laughs> to left-handed and it looked better, so. <laughs> it looked better. <laughs> it looked better. Uh, Bobby, I was going to ask you, where is home? Uh, home is in Erickson, Manitoba. Erickson, Manitoba. I've driven yeah. through Erickson many and many times, and Jr. So have you I just, just did. recently? Yeah, I just did. Uh, up to uh, Clear Lake, Manitoba. So yeah, I go there a lot. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Uh, do, I was guessing. Where did you grow up playing? What um, course? I grew up playing kind of everywhere. Uh, I grew up like playing Shiloh because that's where Dave was. <laughs> Um, but I've, I played, grew up playing the lake all the time because my grandpa had a cabin up there. So I go up there, I'm 20 minutes from there as well. And then I'd also play Minidosa a good amount as well. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. I've never played Minidosa yet, but it's on, it's on my bucket list. It's a good course. Yeah. yeah well, you, you always mm-hmm. see it. Uh, well now that, um, we're, we're so into golf, both Mike and I, you see it all the time now and just the elevation changes like, Oh you can actually find some pretty nice courses out here in Manitoba. Granted, there are some beautiful ones yeah. uh, in, in the city, and any time you get out in golf is a, is a great time. But you go a couple hours west, north, east, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. the topography okay. changes a bit. It's a little bit different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Having, yes, That's recently crazy. played Clear Lake for the yeah. first time. How did you like oh, it, JR? Yeah. Not uh, to get into that. I, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I did enjoy it, and I also want to uh, make a note uh, that Mike sent me his caddy notes before I went and played it. So that was very nice because there are a lot of blind shots. Yeah. So he's, yes. he was telling me this is where you should put it. And of course I try to put it there, but 18 over mm. par, we're not he very good it. at golf. I did not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm assuming, so you must have played that course than a lot of you said your, your grandpa had a cottage up there. Was that like a weekend thing? Like every um, weekend? Kind of just weekend, weekday, just kind of whenever I could get out. Um, and I played the Tamarack. Mm. I don't even know how many times I've played it. So yes, and I, I, know. I weren't you the the youngest woman woman to uh, win the Tamarack? I think I read. Yes, I was. Oh. Wow! Because I, I, I was eighteen when I won. Okay, that's pretty wow. amazing. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Considering we haven't won anything, and you see your laundry list of seeing your laundry list of wins, no, it's like no. oh, okay. And uh, yeah, Jr. will have to get into the Tamarack one day. There, I think it's like a week long match play event up at. It's the so Club fun. Yeah, yeah I've heard it's that's so what we heard. Fun. It's amazing, and it's a beautiful setting. Obviously, um, and you know, mm-hmm. with a lake there, and I know Mike's been. You've played it. Uh, played it a bunch, and yeah, it sounds like just a, an absolutely great time. And it's flighted, no, Jr. It is flighted. So, Perfect. Yeah. Oh. So we, we got a chance. Yeah, sign us up. Well, on that note, on the competitive note, when did you actually realize, like, oh, I'm actually pretty good at this. Maybe I should play in some tournaments. Or did you kind of get driven there um, by, uh, by your coach and, and or your parents? My coach, when I was 12, was like, you need to go play the junior. I'm like do I have to? <laughs> and then he's like, you're going. I'm like, okay. And so I went, <laughs> so I went, I played, I didn't play good, but it's fine. And then just kind of after that, it's kind of, I played like the Westman tour. Um, I had a, that's kind of what I played. And then I played like MJTs as well. And that just kind of got me into it. And then I just kept working really hard. And then my coach was kind of like, he's like, I think you can go play college golf. I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well then I guess I got to get better. Cause like I wasn't at the best <laughs> yet. And, and I just kept working hard and then eventually I started winning things. And that's kind of when I was like, Ooh, here we go. And then, yeah, mm. I liked, I liked winning. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's, it's obvious with, if you look at your laundry list, as I mentioned before of wins, it seemed like 2016 was a pretty good year for yourself. Uh, I think you were also a finalist that year for the female amateur golfer of the year for golf Manitoba. And yeah, it just seems like now any tournament you enter, at least on the amateur level here in Manitoba, you win with both both the city and district this year, as well as the women's amateur at Niaqua. So is that just a confidence mm-hmm. thing or was your game just really right this year? Um, this year, I mean, I played well. Um, I didn't play how I wanted to play, but I'll take the numbers that I had based off of the conditions of the courses as well as just 
general weather because both tournaments is like 30 some degrees yeah. out and we're playing the heat of the day like it's hot mm-hmm. but I mean I was confident going into the tournaments I'm like this is kind of like I like I knew those were the only two tournaments I hadn't won so I was like if I win them like that'd be kind of cool so once I got the city district I'm like okay here we go and then after I was bleeding they went after the am I was like okay like this is your year you're gonna win just like stay calm and like that's just what I did I just tried to like stay calm and not get ahead of myself while playing and yeah worked out yeah no kidding especially going up against uh, the legend if, I mean I don't want to age her and call her a legend but uh, she's a living legend <laughs> Rhonda Orr yeah um yeah. that was pretty impressive you guys going toe-to-toe there on, on the final day and um, you you ended up winning it. So were there any nerves, you know, going up uh, against her? Have you come across her uh, in your competitive life? Um, I've played against Rhonda uh, for a few years. I played against her in Nassau when we did like uh, junior stuff with them. So that's all, that was always fun. That's kind of where I got to know her pretty well was when we played Nassau together. And then, yeah, but that last day I was, I didn't start off the day nervous. I'm like, I've been one shot behind before. It's honestly like a good place to be sitting. You're a little more relaxed going into it. But then as the round went on and I would be ahead and then we'd be tied and I'd be ahead and she'd be ahead, like the back and forth, that's when the nerves really kicked in. And then on the 18th hole, when I had that downhill slider for like, it was like six feet to tie her like forced to play off I was literally shaking over that putt and I was like how did I make the putt like I don't know how I made the putt <laughs> but did you I black did out? so yeah I think I might have honestly as soon as I hit it I just like didn't breathe I just stopped breathing for a minute <laughs> well take us through the, the playoff then that must have been nerve-wracking um it was but we took a few minutes because we were both like dying of heat so we took a few minutes to cool down at least and then I was like okay I'm re- I was ready to go I was like I don't want to wait any longer I just want to go so I just walked to the tee and then she came up a couple minutes later and we did like the whole like pull a number out you get to decide who goes first so first tee shot I wasn't confident because I was struggling off the tee that last round like I was down to hitting hybrid off the tee because like my driver and plywood weren't working. I was like, you know, I'm just going to hit hybrid here. So I hit hybrid and I had to hit hybrid there anyways. And it was a good, good tee shot. I was like, okay, here we go. But I didn't have the best shot into the green, just angle wise. I knew I wasn't going to get the stop. And I was like, okay, it's fine. Like you'll be good. And then like she hits her shot and she sticks it to like 10 feet. I was like, yay. <laughs> I was just like, that's great. Cause I know I'm not going to have a short putt here. And, I was like, hey, all you gotta do is two putt once I got up there and just hope that she also two putts, which happened. So I was like, okay, cool. The next hole, um, I was still pretty calm. I never really got nervous during the playoff, which is actually impressive. Um, the next hole, yeah, I just, the wind kind of came up and I was short of the green, but she ended up in the bunker. And my, um, my chip stopped short, didn't roll out, par putt just slipped out. She also, so we both made bogey. We moved on. Uh, the next one, I'm like, okay, it's, it's getting late. Like, I'm tired. I'm hungry. Like, <laughs> we've got to end soon. Like, I don't want to play another nine holes or 18 holes. <laughs> that sounds like and me so after three holes. First. Yeah. <laughs> and how does the playoff work in that? Is it just hole by hole or is it a set yeah. number of holes? Yeah. Hold by, it was, it was sudden death. So first yeah. one to lose. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so like next hole, she teed off first. I was, hadn't decided what I was going to hit. So I was feeling confident. I'm like, okay, I could pull driver here if I wanted to. And then, but when I start putting in the trees off the tee, I'm like, okay, I'm not hitting driver and possibly putting in the trees with her. So I just pulled out hybrid and just hit it up the right side of the fairway. And then we just, we eventually both got to green. It was a struggle. And then I made that uh, long putt that you probably saw um, on Twitter. And then mm-hmm. that was it. And then I was like, <sighs> good to go. <laughs> I took a really deep breath and I was like, okay, I need food. That was actually my first thought. I was so hungry. <laughs> what did you have to eat? Yeah. After you won. I had, um, well, first I ordered Ryan Coke and then I got nice. spaghetti. Nice. <laughs> and I just got spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> 
<laughs> that sounds. Yeah. I've never heard of doing the old Ryan Coke and spaghetti meatballs. Is that is that an Erickson thing? Maybe I don't know. No, I don't think so. I just did it. <laughs> like, why not? <laughs> Oh wow, that's awesome! That's awesome. <laughs> would, would that would that be your your crowning achievement? Then was uh, this past year in the the amateur win? Uh, I know in 2016 um, you, you had a great year. You had some junior titles as well as uh, a provincial high school championship title as well. But would you say the amateur was your crowning achievement? Yeah, I would say winning the AM was a big thing. Or even when I won the match play last year, because I'd come second twice. And finally getting the win was also really nice that last year. But not the Tamarack. We'll say screw the Tamarack. Tamarack doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. That was How a good many, one too. <laughs> probably lots of Ryan Cokes at the Tamarack from what I've heard. <laughs> Maybe. Uh oh. <laughs> you you mentioned uh you were you were you were putting there in that playoff and um you, you you had no or you you weren't feeling the nerves. You're confident. Is that something you practice? Uh, you know, do you have a sports psychologist you work with for situations like that? Or are you like our friend Derek Goodwin, who's who's doing uh, squats and then practicing putts? Yeah, doing squats and hitting no. golf balls. Yeah, crazy. Right. Um, I honestly don't know how I remain calm. I just kind of like. I was just like focusing on my breathing basically. I knew that was the only one that was going to calm my nerves. And I honestly, I was thinking about what I was going to eat after. Um, <laughs> but anything did not think about golf is what I was doing. Like right. anything but that. Um, but no, I have worked with a sports psychologist on how to like kind of get out of the zone, like how to like keep yours calm like while you're playing. So I kind of did some of that, um, which was basically she like, just talk, just think about things that aren't golf. Like anything could be literally anything. And that's how you kind of get yourself out of it. But as soon as you need to think golf, like you have to know how to like Mm. switch back, like really quickly. Yeah. Cause usually when I'm not thinking about golf, it's kind of tough. Cause I'm like, where's my ball? Where'd my ball go? I can't seem to find my ball. Where's my ball? (laughs) I thought I was it was going to say, yeah. I was going to say, JR, it's kind of like this podcast. Just talk about <laughs> things that everything about golf, everything but golf. <laughs> it's true. But, Cakes, uh, milkshakes, spaghetti, Ryan Cokes. <laughs> yeah. Are, were you having yeah. snacks on the course? Do you, do you usually bring out like a granola bar or something? Yeah. Well, I usually eat, um, I eat a lot on the golf course. I usually eat like a couple of protein bars. Um, Usually like chips or something salty. Mm. And I'll have Subway after nine holes. Wow. Usually bring a sub with me. And it like <laughs> delivered to you on the at the turn? No, I'll, I'll get it before. Or if my parents yeah. are able to come, like they'll nice. get it for me. You know? That's like, it sounds like Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. Put it in the bag and then it kind of like sautés a bit and it's this, the yeah. sauce is a little soggy. It's good. Tiger said he eats like every yeah. three holes he eats. Yeah, he pounds a lot. Like I guess he said that's mm-hmm. one of his biggest things is just eat. You got to eat on the course. Yeah. You do. Well, what is your go-to sub then? I usually get a turkey sub, just on Italian. I don't get sauce though, because then it gets soggy and that's just nasty. Right. <laughs> you could you could bring your own sauce on the course, or like have a little I could. Uh, a like little... a little on the side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so back to golf. I guess we don't have to. Let's go back to Erickson. Mm-hmm. There. How many people graduated from Erickson in your in your graduating year? There was nine of us. Hey, nice. almost nice. double digits. And you were the valedictorian, so so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was a good time. There wasn't that, and then so you go to uh, Longwood University, where you are now in your senior year. So, how did you end up in in Longwood? Were you uh, scouted for that, or is that something you kind of apply for? Maybe your your coach is probably helping you with that process. Maybe. Yeah, um, I actually first started like talking with Dave about like how do I do this because he he did it. So I'm like, how did you do it? 
And he's like, I just recruited myself. So I found about a, out about this website. It's called the NCSA. And it's a recruiting website like for students. Like all the college coaches are on it. And it's like they just find all the recruits through it. Um, and that way it helps you narrow your search. Like you say how big of a school you want, what part of like the state you want it in or whatever. Mm. So you can like, so that, and then it tells you like, these schools are looking for players. They have this many spots available. So that's kind of how I found Longwood was through there. Um, and at the time, my coach at that time here, she was from Canada. Um, so that was kind of cool. So I kind of talked to her and then I came on a visit and I'll just kind of found the place that this is where I ended up. It was a fun recruiting visit. Was yeah. It, uh... Was it they 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 put a roll out the red carpet for you and and the Ryan Cokes or yeah, is it pretty civilized? Turkey subs, they had it all. <laughs> oh yeah, they had it all. Right. No, I don't. I honestly don't even remember much of my visit because it was. I was, was that 17? crazy? Hey. Yeah, absolutely it's wild. <laughs> don't remember anything. And and so you you mentioned the website and you're putting in all the. Uh, specific things you wanted in a university so was that was that pretty broad or were you pretty specific to that uh you know obviously so it's in farmville virginia you know uh division one in the big south conference down there so was that pretty specific or were you willing to go anywhere um i was willing to go anywhere i was looking like south obviously warm weather Mm -hmm. um but I was mainly looking looking at Division One schools. I was also I looked at a couple NAIs, but not really. Um, but I didn't want to go to a big school. Like I went on a visit to the University of Minnesota, and I just said no as soon as I got there. I'm like the campus is literally a mini city inside Minneapolis. Right. I'm like I I'm like no. Like I'm from Erickson. I'm like I can't go to this. I'm like I'll get lost. Like walking to my apartment from like subway down the street, you know? That's gonna work out. Oh. Well that's cool. That was that's when I learned I wanted a small school. Yeah, yeah. And that's it looks like a nice place. Sorry, JR. No, yeah, I was gonna say like kind of figuring out where where exactly you want to go, you, you always kind of think of, you know, some of these these bigger schools, and yet there are numerous schools in the in the U.S. and even Canada for that matter that can really suit anyone's need. And what's really cool is with, you know, athletics in the U.S. especially, is you can get on there. I won't say easily, but you can at least get on there and have a good education and play mm-hmm. sports as well, which is pretty darn yeah, cool to me, for anyways. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you go to any other, any other places or was it just as soon as you went to Longwood, you're like, yeah, this is the place for me. Um, no, I went to a couple, I think I went to two other schools, three other schools, four other, four other schools. Um, I was really sure I went to, I went to two in North Dakota or one North Dakota, one South Dakota, then university of Minnesota. I like them. I like, and it's too far North. I'm like, I don't want to, Packs inside. But I went to one in, I think it was Iowa, I think, where it was. And then one in Indiana, I believe, is where they all were. Yeah. Um, so I went to a few there. And then I think Longwood was my last visit, if I remember correctly. And I was kind of like, yeah, this is kind of like the vibe I like. It's, it's a small campus easy to get around like it's literally a square um you can't really get lost i mean i i kind of get lost sometimes, but <laughs> did you go with your with one of your parents or both your parents or anyone on these um, recruiting trips the first time i just came with my mom but the second time i came with both my parents because i'm actually coming back from a tournament in florida um Sorry, I got a phone call. Um, <laughs> um, That's and okay. I, I was <laughs> I was coming up from a tournament in Florida that I probably shouldn't have played in because I had just like I had a really bad ankle injury and I shouldn't have been playing on it, but I played anyway. Yeah. So I'm like, yes, I'm fine. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> um, and so we came back from there. So my dad was with me then, um, which was nice that he got to see the 
campus too. And he was like, yeah, like this is a good fit for you. I'm like, okay, cool. And that's kind of when I like verbally committed. Then later that year, um, she sent out my um, NLI to like sign and commit like fully. Nice. So what was that feeling like? Did they give you a hat that you had to put on and you live streamed it? (laughs) No, um, I was once again in Florida for another (laughs) golf tournament and (laughs) I, um, I literally just, I just had my mom like take pictures and I like signed it and then I sent it all back to my coach and I was like, I did it. She's like, yay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was it was one of those moments where I like don't remember because I think I like kind of blacked out because I was like so excited, you know. Yeah, well, that's that would be exciting. You get to you get to play golf somewhere else other than yeah. uh, you know cold Manitoba. I guess they do they where you are. Can they play all year round? Yeah, we we can play all year round. It does snow like sometimes in January. Um, this year, actually, we had a really weird year here. We had an ice storm for like three days. Whoa. Um, so yeah, like we didn't have power in the town for oh. like three days. Um, but yeah. Did you go Crazy. golfing because you couldn't <laughs> stay inside? So you just yeah. went and played ice golf? Yeah, it was great time. Absolutely. <laughs> so fun. Is that what, what, what is the, uh, is there a Longwood University golf course or what's your home course out there? Um, yeah, it's called the Manor. It's just down the road out of town. It's between us and the Hampton City College. It's the all boys school down the road. Uh, we share it. Um, so we all practice there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a nice course. It kind of reminds me of Clear Lake a little bit. Um, just has more creeks and Dumb tree placements. Dumb tree placements. Yeah. Those will always get you. Do you ever want to go out there with a chainsaw and just cut some of those trees down? There is one specific tree I would really like to fall down. (laughs) (laughs) Hope for another ice storm. Maybe it'll knock it down. I uh, I think a few branches fell off of it, actually. So I think it might have gotten better. I I, uh, I Googled the Longwood University golf course, and I didn't find anything, obviously. But I did find the Longwood uh, University disc golf course. And I was curious, have you ever get out on the disc golf course? I have never played the disc golf course, but I have seen it. Oh. And we have practiced there because it used to be a golf course, like that. an actual golf course. So there's still one fairway with a green that they kind of keep maintained for us to go out so we can practice like hitting wedge shots into a green and having an actual target. Cool. Hitting them into the range at like a random play out there. Yeah. Well, well, I've never fun. played disc golf. Well, maybe in like high school, I think we used to play disc golf, but not at a real course. Anyways, one yeah, day. No. One day. <laughs> you ever you ever go any uh, any uh, big road trips around Virginia? Obviously, lots of history there. You go on like a Pentagon tour or anything like that. <laughs> I haven't. No, not not the a Pentagon tour. The only right? like road trip I've been on was. We haven't been on a road trip. Nope. Actually, never mind. No. <laughs> to the nearest Pinehurst subway. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Pinehurst is three hours away. South. Yeah, I I went to Pinehurst. My one of my teammates has a place there. So I've been there. Oh. What is well, you flew name? there, so it wasn't a real yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of my teammates you have to guess. Yeah, was, yeah. Was, was she the one calling you? Bring her on. We'll bring her on the pod. Get her on the pod. We'll do no. we'll do a live show from Pinehurst. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've only played the cradle though. I haven't played any of the courses, but I played the cradle, which was pretty fun. Yeah, so. I heard that's even even that is pretty magical. Mm-hmm. No, it's insane. Like <laughs> I didn't have my clubs with me because I was once again injured and I wasn't allowed to do full swing, so I was just using random wedges they had. Luckily, they had bulky wedges, but like it worked out, and I was like, oh. This is actually kind of fun. Does, yeah, so pretty cool. Yeah, shout out to uh, to Voki and the good Voki. old yeah. Yeah, and is not that, a, is not that a sponsor of the show? No, no, is that what you play now, or is, is are there mm-hmm. certain clubs that you have to play? No, we don't have to play um, certain clubs. We just play what we want to play. Um, I play all Titleist. Everything I have is Titleist. Is so. that how it's always been for you? Yeah, I was Cobra um, when I first started, and now I've I switched to Titleist. 
Uh, I think when I was 15 somewhere in there. I don't remember. Oh well, then it's just been a while. yeah, it's been a while. yeah. Well, hey, I, yeah. usually when you you get something you like, you you stick with it. And and on the yeah. the, the uni side of things, how does collegiate golf kind of work? Is it a all team events? Is it individual events, or is it a is it a mix of both? So it's technically team. Um, you take the four best scores, five of us play. Do you the four lowest scores? Um, but you also have the individual side, so we're also competing as individuals all at the same time. So there's two leaderboards there's the individual, then there's the team. Mm. Um, and then there's also the component if you don't make the five, you play as just an individual and you're just competing like by yourself. Okay, so that is so it's, it is a bit of both, but um, I mainly focus like individually. I'm like, whatever I do, I do. And if my team plays well, then we play well. But as long as I play well, I'm happy. So That's it is good. more individual, but you want to you wanna do well for your team as well. Right. Is, is it almost yeah. kind of like a, a Ryder Cup or a, a President's Cup kind of feel then? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like if I'm having a bad day, I'll ask coach. I'll be like, hey, how are they doing? And she'll be like, either say, you've got to pick it up. <laughs> or, or you're fine. So if I'm like struggling, like I don't need to like, you know, worry about it. But usually she'll tell me if like someone else is also not playing good, she'll be like, okay, like get a couple birdies, like, please. And I'll be like, I'll try. <laughs> so. <laughs> no pressure, but get a couple birdies. No pressure. Uh, no pressure. Is, so is that so? It's mostly like stroke play events. Obviously, do they ever mix it up and put in some match play or any other kinds of formats? Um, my first, I guess only my first year, um, we did play in a match play event. It was at our conference course. We played it because it's where conference was. And then, um, so that was fun. That was a good match play event. Second year, I was injured, so I couldn't go play it. And then last year, COVID, nothing. Mm. But they changed the rules at conference that we have three rounds of stroke play. And then the top four teams go into match play. So the winner is decided by two rounds of match play. So we do have that, but mm. you have to get in top four to do it. So is it strictly then golf when you're, when you're down there? Is it like you golf every day? Are you practicing every day as well as doing um, taking six, classes? Six days a week. Okay. Wow. Yeah. We, we have one day off. Um, two of those days we're qualifying. So the other, um, math is hard. Four days. We're just practicing. <laughs> so math is in your major? Yeah. No. Thank God. <laughs> it's it wasn't our no. majors either, so don't don't worry about no. that. We're we're not very good at the old arithmetic here. Yeah. It's it's a hard thing. And I play golf where you have to do math. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Like maybe maybe that's why you're so good. I have to add up my scorecard. It's <laughs> yeah, probably why you're like, so good. You don't like math, so you always want to have low numbers on there. <laughs> yeah, easy math. Yeah, mm-hmm. easy math. <laughs> I wish. It's a lot. It's a lot easier to add three and fours than seven and eights. <laughs> it is. That is true. That's what I've found. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Uh, I've gotten used to it now, so that's. Uh, <laughs> I know how to do it. <laughs> Bobby, you mentioned some some struggles with injuries. Is that is that as a result of golf, or were those uh, injuries from from off the golf course? Or um, well, the ankle injury I mentioned earlier was when I played volleyball in high school. Um, went up to block, she hit, came down, knocked me off balance, and I rolled my ankle, and she landed on it. Eee. So I sprained it pretty bad. And then as soon as I was told I could jump again, I took that as, oh, you can go play volleyball again, which is not what my physio meant. Um, So I went up, I literally just landed on my right foot before my left foot. And like, that's when I I completely tore two ligaments. And so that was good. Um, (laughs) And then, and then I played a golf tournament three weeks later on that ankle. Um, That was also a good job me. Um, Jeez. and then the last one was, uh, it was in a golf tournament. It's the stupidest thing ever. Um, we were five holes in on our 36 hole day and it was like dewy cause it was early morning and I stepped on a sprinkler head and my spike slipped. So my knee like 
twisted and like hyperextended and I actually sprained my ACL, but we didn't know that's what happened. The same leg? Um, I kept, yeah, same one. (laughs) And so I kept playing. I'm like, oh, it kind of hurts. So I like taped it and then, um, (laughs) took some Advil and I was like, I'm fine. And I kept playing. And it didn't bother me. And I actually asked him, like, okay, cool. It was a little swollen. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. It didn't, like, make a little popping sound. And then after the final round, I, like, go and see the trainer that was there. And he's like, you might have, like, subluxed your kneecap, like, dislocated and relocated it. He's like, but, like, it seems fine now. I'm like, okay. He's like, we'll just ice it. And when you get home, like, see your trainer there and see what happens. And, like, the next day I woke up and I couldn't bend my knee. Like it was literally stuck. Like it wasn't straight, but it wasn't like I couldn't move it. So it's like kind of, it was kind of bent. And I was like, oh, this is good. <laughs> like I literally went straight. I texted my trainer and I went straight to the training room and I was like, hey, like I can't like move my knee. And she's like, okay, so I'm actually an athletic training student. So like I kind of knew what was going on, but I didn't know. So she was doing like all the testing and one of my like classmates was in there. He was doing some of the testing and all the ACL tests were negative. Like that you have like a tear of some sort. So we're like, okay, it's not that we're like, good. So I see a doctor, they didn't think it was ACL, get an x-ray. Nothing was like fractured, nothing like that. So it's good. It's like, okay, just like, I mean, immobilize her for two weeks, which sucks. I couldn't bend my knee at yeah. all. And then I uh, couldn't practice anything. And then it wasn't getting better. Like, I was still in a lot of pain. And so they had another doctor come in, and he was like, you've lost a lot of muscle in one specific muscle that you shouldn't lose, like, muscle in if you have just like uh, injured me and so he sent me get MRI and that's when they discovered that I had actually like hurt my ACL um when we all looked at it we because none of us were trained to read the MRI we all looked at it we're like huh it looks funny we didn't know and he's like yeah like it's just a grade one like just a grade one sprain nothing serious will heal over time but I also had some cartilage damage on the back of my kneecap so that's where a lot of my pain was coming from was that and so yeah, I just did a lot of like therapy on it and just it got better. It doesn't bother me anymore. Like if it when the pressure changes, so like if a big like storm is coming, like my knee like is gonna hurt. Really? So, what? Whoa. Like when we had a really big storm this summer, um, back home, we had like five inches of rain and I couldn't sleep because my knee hurt. Jeez, that's oh. wild. Maybe like maybe you should take up meteorology. <laughs> You'd be the only weather person that nails it all the time. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I try. I try so hard. Uh, so I guess what is next for you, Bobby? You, you know, you're going, coming into your, your senior year here with Longwood University. Right, how many events do you, do you play or do you plan to play this season? Um, we have five this fall um i hope to play them all (laughs) um and then i think we'll have four plus conference in the spring i believe we don't have our spring schedule yet but that's usually what it is it's like four tournaments and then a conference okay um so yeah i hope to play every tournament yeah well do you guys get a break then and do you come come home yeah, we get a we get Christmas break. Okay. So it's usually around like the second week of December to like the middle of January. I usually get four or five weeks where I can come nice. home. So yeah, yes. that's great. I want to. Yeah. I guess I, I guess um, just thought of this, but like, what happened last year? I guess that would have been a, a weird year. You know, did they did they lock down the campus and were you able to golf and what was the scene? Yeah. So. Um, in the fall, we weren't allowed to play tournaments. We could practice like normal. Um, we didn't have to wear a mask if we were spread out, which is pretty easy to do when you're golfing. Yeah. Like we could spread out on the range. We have a huge range, so we could all spread out and the men's team would be there as well as Hampton Sydney's team. And we could all like practice at the same time and we'd be fine. Um, we just split who was putting and who was down there. Um, and like on campus, 20% of the classes were online. So basically like gen ed classes where there's like 20 to 25 people, they would be online 
or hybrid. So it's either half in class, half on Zoom. Um, all my classes were in person. I think I, ha I had one class that was hybrid in the fall and one class in the spring that was fully online. Um, other than that, all my classes were in person, so it didn't bother me, but we had to wear a mask. We were spread out in the classrooms, um, Interesting. which wasn't bad, but it was annoying having to wear a mask for, I don't even know. I had a, yeah. I think I had a two hour class and I was just like, Ugh. Whoa. so I would just like sip water the whole time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Breathe the air from the water bottle. But, uh, and then also on NCAA, uh, they, you know, I, I think I heard they can, you can now, uh, kind of NCAA athletes can make money from sponsorships, from things. So maybe we'll get a subway sponsorship after this episode or maybe, <laughs> maybe it will sponsor you. We'll, yeah. We'll slide you 200 bucks. And every time uh, you do an interview, you just have to men mention 18 over par pod. That's it. <laughs> and you, and you have to take us to Pinehurst. <laughs> That's okay. the only stipulation. Right. I totally make that work. Pinehurst. <laughs> yeah. I've also played Kiowa. Like, you need to go there. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's a question hey, for the back nine lightning round. Don't skip ahead what, yet. <laughs> what state is that in? Yeah, Mike's geography has been terrible for the past couple wow. months. South Maybe Carolina. for his life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well I actually... Pretty good, but yeah. go ahead. Yeah, you know, your, your geography uh, is, is usually pretty on point. Just, I know you get nervous sometimes and it's all those uh, local beers that you've been drinking. So that, uh, that throws you off every, every now and then. But, but speaking of that, do you get to experience the Southern hospitality where you are? Um, yeah, I mean, you get to see it in like the workers here. They're all very, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Like they're very kind, which is really nice. And then just like, there's a few places, especially around here, because we are like a country town, I guess, mm. where we have, we have a really good like barbecue place and it's like Southern barbecue. And then there's like this little old, it's kind of a sketchy place. It's like a sketchy gas station. So they have really good food, Weird. but it's like Southern food. It's like mm. fried chicken and like mashed potatoes. And like it's just, it's really good nice. food. Wow. But some collard greens. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, they have some collard greens. Some, some cornbread. <laughs> they do have cornbread too. Oh, I spent some. I spent some time down in Alabama, and uh, uh, yeah, barbecue is pretty amazing. However, yeah, I think each state, southern state, probably battles and says that their barbecue is the best. But oh, uh, I don't. Sure. I don't know anything about that. But uh, does anyone guess, mention uh, your uh, your accent? <laughs> no, they actually don't. No, when I say I'm from Canada, they're like, really? I'm like, yeah. Weird. But when I, once I tell them, then they notice it. Mm. And then I become aware of words that I say that I have the accent with. And they always point it, because people always point it out. And I'm like, stop. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to speak. I'm like, stop. <laughs> or they'll make me say words like, how do you say about? I'm like, mm. about? Yeah. Like, say A in a sentence. I'm like, I can't. I'm like, yeah. I you can't just tell me to say A in a sentence. Like it doesn't come that easily. <laughs> crazy. Well, uh, um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. I was looking on the Longwood at the Longwood on Wikipedia there. And they said it's the mother of soror sororities. I don't know. Are you in a sorority? No. Okay. And well, no. we won't get into that. <laughs> no. It wasn't all girl school until like nineteen something. So that's probably why. Mm, okay. Like the sorority. Yeah, the school is just a, yeah, uh, that's probably why, yeah. The girl would the if it's, uh, yeah, all girls it'd just be one giant sorority then. Oh god, yeah. it'd be terrifying. One, the long long wood. Too many bake ah. sales. <laughs> Yeah. So, so what, what what comes up next? What's after university? Do you do you, do you go and do you go pro or what do you have well, planned? Right now, planning to do my fifth year because I want to go to grad school, but I have to take a few more classes. So I just can't fit in now. Um, so I'm gonna do my fifth year. I'm gonna use that since I have it, um, and then use that play finish up my classes 
I want to go into uh, physical therapy school. So I might go and try to get into that. Um, and then after that, we'll just see what happens. I mean, a few of my friends that I'm like, a few of my pro friends from back in Manitoba have told me, they're like, you should try to play pro. I'm like, mm, maybe. I'm like, we'll see what happens. I'm like, it's a lot of work. And I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Once you get that subway cash, then uh, then that will be more of an inspiration. Yeah, I'm just got to get a few sponsors, you know, specifically Subway. <laughs> Shout out Subway. Yeah. And hey, well, we do have some at uh, DQ Manitoba and the new Winnipeg Dodge, so maybe they can hook you up too. You never know. Yes. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. yeah, they sell food at DQ too. Who would have known? But uh, some good, great cheeseburgers. <laughs> or you can live off ice cream. Or, yeah, or ice cream. I could live off of ice cream. I could Amen. live off of ice cream. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, one more here. I, uh, I guess a little bit of a, a cornier question that I probably don't typically ask, but would there be like a uh, professional golfer that you would consider like a, a role model or a mentor that you kind of look for inspiration? Uh, um, there was no one like... In particular, when I was younger, I loved Paula Creamer. Mm. Um, I actually got her, when they came to Winnipeg and played the LPG event at St. Charles, I actually got her to sign my Paula Creamer purse. Whoa. Um, so that happened. That was yeah. cool. But That's like know. a collector's always, item. Yeah. Yeah. I still have it. I'm going to keep she it. She made so. purses and golfed professionally? <laughs> and she, made, she had sunglasses. It was like a, like a fashion wow. line. Yeah. Well, she, she, awesome. she kind of she popped onto the scene, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that's probably like the most cliche thing ever, but I also like look up like Tiger because obviously it's mm-hmm. Tiger. He's the GOAT. But he's the GOAT. Mm-hmm. But no, no one like one person. I'm just like, you're my role model. It's just mm-hmm. like kind of like all of them, I guess. I'm just like, wow. Yeah, cool. yeah. Do you uh, do you remember? I guess the first time you beat your parents in golf. Yes. Well, kind of. I remember. You were that I don't young. really remember like when it was, but I was, I was five older. years old. <laughs> five years old. See my dad. No, I wasn't. I was like probably like fourteen, I think, when I first beat my dad. Wow. And I was like. Yay! So excited. <laughs> yeah, Jr. has a few more years here until his uh, his young one will beats him on the course. Yeah, then. well, she's already beating uh, beating both up mom and dad physically. So out on the, <laughs> out on the golf course, <laughs> pretty soon. Yeah, sounds like it. And then, uh, uh, Bobby, you must have some friends that don't golf. Are they are they coming to you for? for tips and are you what, what what's yeah are they coming to you for tips or is that not happening no it's uh, definitely like i have like a good amount of friends actually my best friend from back home she's like you need to teach me how to golf i'm like okay i'll teach you and that, it's never happened like not once have we actually gone out and golf they go do like <laughs> other things like watch me like watch a movie or like anything else but that um <laughs> but like people here like a bunch of like the other athletes that I'm friends with are like, yo, you need to teach me how to golf. I'm like, okay. I mean, you're, you're, you're not going to be good, but like, I'll try. <laughs> right. I'll try. Right. What, I guess. I like the honesty. You, yeah. <laughs> do you, uh, do you enjoy teaching golf or, or um, not really? I do. Like, I don't mind it. It's not like difficult, honestly. Um, I like it. It's a lot easier actually for me to teach like someone who's right-handed just because I'm like, just do, do what I do. Cause that's oh, how my yeah. coach like taught me. He's like, just do what I do. I'm like, hmm. okay. So I do what he does. And that's how I like, right. yeah, that's how I kind of figured it out. So that's hey, what I do with people. I have to find a left-handed coach. Yeah. I think we may know Maybe. a few people, including the person that's on uh, the hamburger helper zoom hotline with us right now. I don't know why I'm bringing up Hamburger yeah. Helper, but I just... I don't know. I was like, did we get a, did we get a new sponsor? <laughs> I, just, I, just, like, I don't know if Hamburger Helper still exists. It's just... In oh, my, yeah. I don't know why. It does. It does. Yeah. It does. I don't, I don't. It does. Yeah. Is there... Is there... Yeah. Okay. Well, is there... Is there... I guess what I was going to get into is... Uh, uh, is there common things that you're seeing and then like teaching 
your friends new golf. How can you make um, Mike and I better at golf is what Mike is trying yeah, to get at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terribly formed question. Practice. Yeah. Right. Practice. <laughs> Maybe have a couple beers. I don't know. All right. That could work. Hey, there we go. Someone who's better than us said Sometimes to do that. So there we go. Yeah. Loosen it double up. rise. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> good. Well, I think that's that's pretty well all I have uh, right now. Anything else from you, Jr? Uh, no. Before I think, we get into the back nine, yeah, I think we got to get into the the back nine lightning round, and it is driven by Jamie Wilkie and the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. Check them out, WinnipegDodge.com. They'll always happy to see you, and they are different. They're different. They got those Wagoneers. Did, did you, you see, see that, that one, JR? I did. Wilkie shared a post on that sucker. You can, they have a screen, so they have the huge deck in the middle. And then for the passenger, they have their own screen. And then in the back, oh. in the, I think it's a seven or nine seater. I don't know. You could probably fit 20 people in there. Although I'm sure Winnipeg <laughs> Dodge wouldn't recommend that. But you can get Netflix on there. You can get Amazon Prime. Like right, right there. Yeah. Right That's there. Crazy. Yeah. It's like built oh in. Gosh. It's nuts. That's, it's insane. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, Wilkie just has to forward me $105,000, and uh, then we'll be good. Mm-hmm. But anyways, thanks for mentioning <laughs> the, the Jeep Wagoneer. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, uh, that'd be great for road trips to, to Pinehurst. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Bobby, just a, a collection of questions here. Uh, nine questions, to be exact, hence the name, the back nine lightning round. Mm, uh, so, well, yeah, oh, yeah, we know. We get big math, guys, as mentioned before. Uh, <laughs> we'll kick this off. Have you ever got a hole in one? No. 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 Mm. no. Have you ever got, um, have you, I imagine you've been close many times. Mm-hmm. I pulled out for, for Eagle from the fairway, wow. but I've never had a hole in one. Sadly. No, man, well, that's, it's that's tough. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough to do for the oh, amount man. of people we've had on here. There's, there's still quite a few that haven't had a hole in one. Mm-hmm. But Rhonda or actually told me something that made me feel better about it. She's like, I haven't either. She's like, Oh, she's like, so I don't collect hole in one. I collect trophies. Hey, like, that's a good one. Yeah, how about that? And I'm not collecting either of them. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have hold out for eagle before, so that's my one claim to fame. And I gotta mention, uh, this has nothing to do with with anything for this interview. But we are one of our uh, listeners got an albatross the other day. Right, Al McLean. He got an albatross on a par five, obviously at uh, Bell Lake. So shout out to Al. That's a pretty amazing feat. That's extremely challenging. Impressive. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. But and, uh, and I think about Monroe, Al. Derek Monroe, he got uh, an oh, ace man. as well. I forget where he was Derek playing, Monroe. but he, uh, yeah, he got it was an at ace. Bell Acres too. Was it? Oh, so then was he yeah. playing with Al? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but we should, we should just go to Bell Acres and that's where you get aces. Yeah. And yeah I was going to say that. Let's just yeah. go to road trip. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Get, the, we'll get the Jeep wagon here. We'll go to Bell Acres. We'll go Clear Lake, uh, maybe Minnedosa, and then we'll go to Pinehurst. Done. Yeah. <laughs> what a trip. Well, yeah, we'll have to. Any, yeah, we'll have to download some good shows for that. But uh, next one here. Um, what is your preferred golf ball brand and model? I uh, the Titleist Pro V1 Xs. Titleist, you mentioned you're a big Titleist uh, person, so Mm -hmm. and you've always been Titleist from day one. Uh, I switched to the ball first. I was Cobra for a while, and then I eventually I tried other things. They just I didn't like the looks of them. Didn't like how I hit them. Didn't go as far, so I went to Titleist. And then this year when I got new irons, I also tried the tailor-made new irons. Um, I hit them just as good, but I just didn't like the look of them. Like, they just didn't suit my eye. So mm-hmm. I stayed with the Titleist. Are the are the reps coming to see you at the school often, or, or it's kind of mm-hmm. just you're going to find your own equipment? Um... Yeah, I actually, I just go, Dave knows all my stuff. So I'll just text him and be like, hey, I need this. But actually, last year, a coach took us to... Um, these two guys, they're like professional fitters, basically. And so everyone got fit for what they wanted. So I, I just got fit for new irons. And then I just told Dave, I'm like, do you agree with this? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, cool. I don't know. I just got <laughs> <Nice>. them. So. <laughs> <Simple>. <laughs> 
I'm yeah. gonna. I'll ask Dave what what type of clubs I should get, and maybe that'll make me a better player. Yeah, apparently it does. <laughs> um, well, since this is a podcast about golf in the prairies, what would be your favorite course to play in Manitoba? I would say my well, favorite has always been Elmhurst. Interesting. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nice. See, I thought it would have been something that, you know, with uh, up. Up to, you know, in Clear Lake or in the Parkland, yeah, oh. but Elmhurst. No, I mean, Clear Lake, I've just always loved Elmhurst. Hmm. Clear Lake would be number two, probably. Have you, do you, uh, did you have memberships uh, anywhere growing up? Like you mentioned uh, Shiloh and Minnedosa, anywhere I else? I only had memberships at Shiloh and Minnedosa that I remember. Mm-hmm. I heard Sandy Lake is a good nine holer. Have you ever played there? Pretty close I to Erickson. I've played there once, I'm pretty sure. I went out with my parents yeah. a few years ago. So I remember closely. T- it's cute. <laughs> it's cute, yeah. I looked it up today. What's your take on Poplar Ridge? I hated it when I was younger, <laughs> but now I actually like it because oh. I can – I hit it because you're good at golf. Manage. (laughs) 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 So that's probably why I don't always enjoy going there because it beats me up and uh, yeah, that it does eat you up and spit you out. Play well at Clear Lake, but um, so are there any courses in Manitoba that you've never played but you'd like to get out to? Not that I can think of. Well, I've played, played a lot course. of courses. Not every course, yeah. but all the courses I probably wanted to play, I've definitely played. Nice. Have you ever got up to Gilbert Plains? That must be not, you know, that's probably an hour and an hour, an hour and a half. I don't Just know if I've been there. North of, uh, north of the park there. Hmm. Maybe well, I couldn't tell you. Since you, uh, Not since, recently. You, since you don't have a bucket list course in Manitoba, have you ever seen a moose? <laughs> yeah. You have? I've never seen a moose, but there's lots what? of, lots, lots of mooses up there. This is funny. I was driving back with my friends from Country Fest and I fell asleep and I opened my eyes and it was You weren't driving, moose. were you? No. Okay. <laughs> she, had the, she had the all new Jeep Wagoneer that self drives. It was driving for me. Yeah. And I just opened my eyes and there's just this giant moose in the middle of the road. I was like, wow. What? I was that really that's, yeah, nice. that's, that, that would be frightening. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, if you want to see a moose, Mike, just like like yeah, go go drive at two a.m. through the park, and you, you'll you'll see one. Trust me, that's that's what I, I saw mine. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. What were you doing up at two a.m.? Uh, Dolphins Country Fest. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Makes makes sense. Yep. Um. Okay. So I, I got to assume, obviously you played, you mentioned some of the, the top courses in the world already, but what would be some of the most memorable courses that you've ever played? You can give us a, a top three if you'd like. Ooh. Um, I don't, they're not going to be in order, but Copperhead um, down in Florida. Um, that was uh, Hustlers number yeah, one, wasn't right. it? Yeah, that was yeah. Hustlers number one. Yeah. Yeah, it is a great course. It's it's hard, but mm. it's good. Um, probably Crowbush out in uh, PEI. Ooh. And um, I'm trying to think. Hmm. Where, oh, probably Kingsmill would be the next one. Kingsmill. Well, yeah, well, where's, yeah, where's that? Yeah. It's in Virginia. Oh, the okay. women play there for. The LPGA play there for one tournament. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And you're not putting Kiowa on that list or? uh... Um, I mean, I could, but I haven't played Kiowa, but. I don't think they listen to the pod. They're not going to get me. No. I mean, I like Kiowa, but I've played just as nice of courses. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Nice. I mean, it's Kiowa. It's right. nice, you know. It's nice. You have to mention it sometimes. It's cute. It's a cute little course. So it's right it's up cute. there. With yeah. Lake. 
Um, so do you, do you have a bucket list course anywhere in the world? We often get Augusta. So you're allowed to say Augusta, but we'd be asking for another course beyond that. Probably either old course at St. Andrews or Augusta. Mm-hmm. Very nice. See, this is, this is Mike's question that he puts in there because he's played the old course at St. Andrews and he just wants people to say it so he can talk about it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. So uh, now buckle up here, folks. It's a three hour conversation. Yeah. <laughs> tell us all about it. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Funny, funny side note. Uh, I ran into a guy at the lake I hadn't seen for two years. And, uh, and, and then I was like, Gary, I went to Scotland and I, and we played St. Andrews and I talked in the parking lot for this, with this guy for half an hour. And I had two, <laughs> two other guys with me. They're like, come on, Mike, what are you doing? Anyways, again, one day we'll have to do a, a special show just <laughs> yeah. on St. Andrews. Yeah. I think we will. Experience. Yeah. Uh, a wild card question here. And, you know, you kind of got into this too. I'm a big food guy, but I was curious what your, your favorite Virginia dish was. I know barbecue's big and I, I read that the oysters and crabs are, are big out there too. So what's your, what's your favorite Virginia meal? That's a tough one, honestly. Um, I don't you can, know. You can give me a top three. And don't say <laughs> subway. Okay. Foods. So, <laughs> I won't say subway. Okay. Um, I love subway, but so I don't they have especially in farm film, they have a really good Mexican restaurant. I think it's only in Virginia. Okay. So it's it's pretty good. Um then the barbecue, for sure. Yeah. Um Are you getting like yeah. ribs or uh like brisket or I get like pulled pork. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've had ribs too mm-hmm. yeah but very mainly good. pulled pork their pulled pork is very good wow now i'm now i'm hungry but <laughs> good <laughs> and uh <laughs> did you have any barbecue down there jr you went down to north carolina didn't you South yeah carolina? north carolina went to texas arizona san diego mm. gonna, gonna, yeah i haven't done like louisiana i've been to florida but um, I, I don't I don't remember of, of any like the the crazy stuff because you don't want to get like the crazy hot stuff because here you get the crazy hot stuff because everyone's a wimp and it's not that hot. But yeah, right. If I'm if I'm going to have like say you know southern hot spicy barbecue sauce, I feel like I'm going to die. Hot. Yeah, <laughs> huh. I'll stick with the places okay. I know when I'm down there. Yeah. Well, speaking of spicy things, uh, our flagship question in the back nine lightning round, what is your favorite condiment? Yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so, a tough one. Uh, it's a tough one. So yeah. What, any, what is the most favorite thing that you're putting on any food? Yeah, your Turkey, your Turkey sandwich from Subway, um, whatever it might be. Your pulled pork sandwich, mm-hmm. your Mexican sandwich I, from the I famous Virginia Mexican like, place. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> ketchup, like, mustard, relish, question. barbecue sauce, I, hot I would sauce. Probably be ketchup. Your ketchup. Probably okay. ketchup. Probably ketchup. Yeah. All right. He he put that. He he gave you that answer. I'm not sure if we can <laughs> accept that. Yeah. You put anything out, you don't use any sauce on your subway yeah, sandwich because you, you don't want it to right. get soggy. Yeah. No, but that's just like salt and pepper. That's just salt and pepper. Oh, that's a good, that, yeah, that's a good answer. That's a good one. We've actually never had that answer before. No. And I put salt and pepper on all of my sandwiches, so, or most of them. Yeah, well, you know what I had? I had these salt and pepper cauliflower wings at 1929. I think it was an old wigwam restaurant. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. in Clear yeah. Lake, and it would, like, they were delicious. Hmm. Yeah, so there I you go. Salt and that. pepper, we will say that's a condiment. And that's the first one for salt and pepper. Yeah. Love it. Put it on the Have board. Been, here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll let you wrap it up there. Oh, but, well, that's uh, it. Okay, well, that is the well, uh, back nine lightning yeah. round. And it's brought to you by Jamie Wilkie and the fine folks at the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. WinnipegDodge.com. They're different. Bobby, go see him. Yeah, go see him. Bobby, this has been a slice. It's been a treat. Um, yeah. Ryan Coke spaghetti uh, meatballs and a DQ cake in a bag is coming your way. Uh, we just want to give a show. Yeah. 
<laughs> I want to give a shout out again to uh, the Nick and Nikki group of DQs, DQ Northgate, DQ Polo Park and the Food Court, DQ Niverville and DQ St. Anne's Road. You can follow them on Instagram at DQ Manitoba. And again, Wilkie and the fine folks of the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. Thanks so much, Mike and I and uh, Bobby are looking forward to our Jeep Wagoneer test drive, which is going to be going mm-hmm. all over Manitoba as well as the United States. So we appreciate well, well, uh, you. appreciate yeah. you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And Bobby, uh, one la- GR, one last yeah, one. Yeah, you mentioned 1929. Do you, mm-hmm. Bobby, ever get to the wigwam for some, some karaoke in the, in the Wessagaming area? I have been to wigwam for karaoke. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And, the, uh, <laughs> and the Southgate. That's a, that's I have, a... I went, I've been to Southgate once and I was on May long weekend. Once. Oh God. What a place that is. But uh, <laughs> do you, So then do, do our... you sing or no? No. Oh, you're just a spectator. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'll sing in like the background, but I will not physically hold the mic. <laughs> okay. So if you had a uh, go-to karaoke song, do you have an idea of what it might be? No. Oh, all right. Mm. Wow. Uh, we always try and get people to sing, so that's why we ask. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, good thing I said no. <laughs> you listen to music on the course? Um, usually when I'm like warming up and practicing, I'll listen. Constantly. Right. Listening it to keeps like, me occupied. What do you listen to on the course? It depends on my mood that day. Okay. Sometimes it's like calm music. Sometimes it's like rap. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's country. Sometimes it's a mix of all three. Just depends nice. on the day. Good. Well, nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, uh, thanks again, Bobby. And uh, I know JR, you really zipped it up there. And then I opened it back up. Uh, with no, that's the, fine. With the, with the wigwam question. But uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I like Great, it. I, uh, I experienced it now. So uh, now I get yeah. to talk about it and feel like I know what a little a, bit yeah. about it. What an amazing place. Yeah. It's well, a great place. Yeah. Well, I think it was a, an opportune time to have Bobby on because I was, just was there. And I know, Mike, you're. Uh, you, you haunt Clear Lake quite often uh, in in the Parkland area. So uh, thanks, Bobby, for coming mm-hmm. on. Uh, your track record is uh, incredible, and we really appreciate you taking the time. Good luck in school. Good luck on the golf course, and maybe we'll uh, chat with you another time when we go on that huge trip. Yeah, perfect. Sounds good. <laughs> thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. Have a All good right. night. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye bye. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. You're late for your tea time, as per usual. It's 12-12, but you wouldn't know. The clock in your piece-of-shit ride just blinks eights at you. It's embarrassing. You find the parking stall the farthest away from the clubhouse. It can't be seen in your shitbox. You know you're going to play awful because you feel awful. Your car doesn't match that swagger buried deep down inside. That golfing champion waiting to be unleashed. Ding. Your bumper hits the concrete as you accidentally sit on it while putting on your golf shoes. You smile. Because tomorrow, you're going to see Jamie Wilkie at the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. The front doors will open like the Azalea Line gates at Augusta. You'll ask for the best-looking guy there. You'll find the former amateur champ, Jamie Wilkie, staring back at you. You hand over your money. Your new ride glistens as it pulls out of the dealership. Then Jamie approaches and whispers in your ear, Son, next week, I'm taking you golfing at Breezy Bend. I'll show you a thing or two. You smile again, as now your golf game will look... And feel as good as your new ride. Improve your ride and your drive with Jamie Wilkie at the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. WinnipegDodge.com JR, we have a lot of fun on this podcast, but I want to take a second to talk about something that has affected me personally. Every year, millions of Canadians suffer from brain freeze. It can happen to anyone. It's a hot summer day. You're aggressively enjoying a DQ cool treat, a blizzard, a dilly bar, or a variety of personalized ice cream cakes, and whammo, brain freeze. It hits you like a triple bogey. The good news is you can enjoy these delicious treats in a moderately sized bite. So get over to any Nick and Nicky's group of DQs and enjoy some DQ treats safely. DQ Northgate on McPhillips, DQ Pole Park in in the food court, 
DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. Go see them today for tasty treats. <laughs>